friends. It's me, your trusty advisor to the stars. Not the celebrities, the, uh, the planets, those stars. Rebecca Conran here, host, producer, writer, uh, curator, technician, <laughs> editor <laughs> of the New Story podcast. Uh, and this is your weekly energy report. This is the week of Monday, April 1st to Sunday, April 7th. I was going to try to come up with some witty uh, April Fool's joke, but honestly, I feel so run ragged right now. (laughs) Uh, I record this podcast like, you know, about five days in advance of the new week. Um, So I'm like five days ahead of this Monday, April 1st to Sunday, April the 7th. And I got to say, I'm freaking tired. Okay, like the vibe has been (whistles) lots of rest on the agenda this week. Uh, A lot of this uh, energy has to do with Mercury basically being at a standstill. So the mind is just like goo. Okay, so this week's energy report, Monday, April 1st to Sunday, April 7th. I hope you are all doing very well, and um, I know that you are doing your best, and that is always good enough. The theme I've picked for this week is totally lost my place. I'm having a lot of brain fartage right now. Brain fartage. You heard about it? Um, Okay, here we are. The theme this week. I'm always living my life's purpose. I'm always living my life's purpose. You've never not been living in your purpose. You might have had some moments that felt better than others or some moments that felt worse, right? Some moments that felt downright excruciating. But you're always transforming, evolving, and living that purpose of your unique soul. You know, when we're living our purpose, it doesn't mean that everything's just hunky-dory and we have a million dollars and we're 95 pounds, you know, um, every single facet of our experience is us living the purpose of our soul. Our, our, a lot of our purpose here as human beings is to evolve and to grow. And that means that especially those excruciating moments were us living our purpose. So I want you to remind yourself this week, especially in times when you're uncertain and things are rough, that that is just as much you living your purpose as any other time. Trust this week that even if you don't know where you're headed right now, that when you need to know, it's going to become clear to you. And what you have to do in this moment is nurture yourself through the uncertainty. Be with your anxieties, right? That need to know, ah, where am I? What's happening? It's okay. Forgive yourself for the stuff that you think you don't know right now. Forgive yourself for being in a place that you think is not sufficient. Okay, you are enough. And where you are is enough, period. Along with that, the weekly tarot card. The chariot. The number for the chariot is seven. Lovely, spiritually harmonious number. It speaks to listening to our inner truth, standing our ground spiritually, and visualizing success. Okay, we got to see that finish line. Even if it's way, 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 way down at the end of the uh, at the end of the line, 
we are we can see that there is a finish line and at some point in divine timing and with the support of spirit we are going to against the odds cross that finish line okay we're engaged in a struggle currently we are against both inside and outside oppressive forces there's a very real oppression going on in the world and it's mirrored uh, by our individual um, struggles. So upon birth, we basically entered into a fight for the human race, for earth, for our universe. But the violent tools of the past are not going to help us win this war. This war has to be won with our compassion and our love. Okay, we're going to beat that war on love by pouring love on it. This card is also related to the zodiac energy of cancer, which makes a lot of sense, of, of, of science. It makes a lot of sense, y'all. It's about 9 o'clock when I'm recording this at night, so apparently at 9 o'clock at night uh, is when I turn into a southern bale. Um, cancer. Cancer is really tenacious. You know, it re- relies on intuitive feelings to guide itself through its journey and it chooses to lead with nurturance and nourishment. These are all such important factors for us right now, especially because we also still have our North Node in Cancer, right? So we're those are the types of things that we are looking to karmically increase in our lives. More nurturance, more leading from intuition, from knowing, from feelings, less um, of that oppressive divine, uh, oppressive masculine energy, moving it into the divine masculine. Um, so let your soul continue to urge you along. It's going to, whether you feel like letting it or not. Okay. Be with yourself. Listen to those quiet voices, trust, faith, receive. These are, um, the energies of this week that we're going to be really tapping into. The ritual that I've chosen is purification. When I was pulling the cards, what came up is that something is too much for us right now. And that something might differ from person to person. It might be promiscuous sex for one person. Maybe they are lessening their energy protection by relying on too much instant gratification in that way. And they're tired physically because they need a little bit of energy clearing. It could be sugar for somebody else. It could be alcohol, it could be marijuana, it could be cocaine, it could be anything, okay? It could be work. We're not getting any less sensitive. In fact, as we open and grow in our gifts, we become more sensitive to foods and substances and harsh environments and negative relationships. So this week's ritual is to align your life with some purification rituals. I have begun to treat myself like I'm running a fucking marathon every day. Because that's sometimes what it feels like energetically. And if I don't uh, take care to be very ardent in my discipline, my energetic discipline and how I'm treating my body, it's very easy for me to exacerbate uh, sadness within me or depression or anxiety. Okay, These things have a very real physical effect on us, uh, what we eat, what we drink, you know, how, who we spend time with. Is there anything for you that feels impure to your system or harsh? Is there anything that has been leaving you feeling drained, emotional, and unhappy, or lacking in vitality? Only you know what those experiences are for you. So 
um, the ritual this week is to work on stripping away any illusion that you can't abstain from that which is detrimental to you. You know, we have to come up with new plan of accountability for ourselves. If your accountability to yourself is not currently working, you might need to invest in yourself a little bit more deeply. Um, April's energies. This month is pretty, uh, there's big shifts happening this month, okay? Big, big shifts. The first week of April that we're talking about right now got a nice big boost of fiery Aries forward movement. But it starts to regress as we move towards the end of the month as three planets are going to turn retrograde. All summer long, we're going to have three to four planets retrograding at any given time. But the good news is, is that besides another Mercury retrograde in July, the planets that are retrograding, they move slowly. They're not personal planets like Mars, Venus, Mercury, um, well, except for the one Mercury retrograde. So we feel them a little bit less intensely, but they happen for longer periods um, than that of our personal planets. So except for the initial shift in the beginning and the end of these retrograde um, of these retrograde periods and some of the different points during the retrogrades when it's hitting on the moon or the sun or, you know, it's touching on other planet, personal planets, um, we'll still be able to get in a good groove for ourselves this year. You know, these retrogrades don't mean all hell is going to break loose. And the main advice for these retrogrades is going to be have patience with yourself and have courage. You are stronger than you think you are. And I find that with everybody, with myself, you know, I mean, I've been at points where I was literally like dying, taped a plastic bag on my head, unconscious, like nutcase dying. I am stronger than I ever thought I could be. And we just are. And it takes getting through really rock bottoms a lot for us to, to, to realize this but don't give up. You know, some things take a long time to achieve, to heal, to manifest. And it's not a failure. It's not a failure that things take a long time sometimes. So be patient. You were meant to help the collective to level up at this time. You came here with the wherewithal to keep on keeping on. However, it does help to treat ourselves with holistic discipline. Emotionally, again, I'm at my peak when I'm free of caffeine, alcohol, marijuana, when I'm eating clean, nourishing foods, getting good night's sleep, moving my body regularly. This doesn't mean not indulging or like living a life uh, where of restriction, but tune into your condition when you do choose to indulge. Are you celebrating? Are you genuinely feeling happy in your life or are you hiding and escaping? Are you using things that diminish your vitality as a treat? And maybe you need to learn to see that things that lift you up spiritually are treats for you. Finally, get support. We need one another. And if all of your independent support systems feel like they're failing, then it's time to ask for and receive help from other avenues and to really invest in yourself. Retrogrades turn energies inwardly. Um, so we feel them more internally and personally than when the, when the planet is direct and we can see their outward expression flow more freely. Things do seem to slow down during retrograde periods because we're all feeling more introverted. The dates for the upcoming retrogrades um, 
and I'm going to give you them so that you can make a note for this month because you might want to give yourself two days before and after these shifts to just go easy on yourself. Take more greater care during these times. On the 10th of April, Jupiter is going to station retrograde. And that's going to be going on through August 14th. On the 24th of April, Pluto is going to station retrograde. That's happening through October the 2nd. And on the 29th, Saturn is going to station retrograde. And that's going to go through September 18th. Um, And we're going to talk about that more as the upcoming weeks uh, uh, help us facilitate those retrogrades. Because this week... We got a big new moon in Aries. Aries is our new year, right? It's our new energy year. It's the baby of the zodiac. And on Friday, the 5th of April, is our new moon in Aries. New, first new moon of the new year. So this is a really beautiful, powerful point of intention. New moons start a new emotional story. And this is a new story that you want to continue through the entire rest of the year into 2020. What is that for you? You know, what has this last mercurial review period taught you? What have you grown through? Pat yourself on the back for getting through, for any self-care you were able to do, or just for letting the energies work their magic over you. Again, the key to this energy right now in the collective is self-nurturing and self-acceptance. We are cultivating radical patience, compassion, and acceptance of others. Everyone's only able to see from their level of perception. Everyone is doing the best that they can. Everyone is wondering, who am I? How do I know myself more clearly? How can I show others who I really am? The search for spiritual truth has become really paramount to our healing on an individual level and within the collective. Spiritual attainment is in mastering the ability to be a clear channel in giving and receiving of unconditional love. That's what enlightenment really is. Mastering the ability to be a clear channel in giving and receiving of unconditional love. And in order to do that, we've got to be able to let that flow as something we deserve too. So it's got to become a part of ourselves first and foremost, and then as an extension of that to all others. This is a lifelong goal for us. There's no need to rush the process or judge yourself if you feel like you're missing the mark. You aren't. It's also important to review that love is a sacrifice, especially self-love. You have to yield to some limitations. You have to realize that restriction is part of growth and not a punishment. You have to give up long-held habits. You have to face your fears. You have to give over your perspective and thinking. You have to give of yourself in a new way. It takes a tremendous amount of energy and a a lot of painful release to really access love. So this is not, this is a tall order, okay? This is hard for all of us. Not impossible, but sometimes a struggle. Um, So spiritual attainment for the courageous and brave. Okay, of which you are. I know you are because you're here listening to this and you're growing. And you're doing, you're doing so much for all of us just by doing that. So new moon Aries. Aries helps us to connect to I am. 
But to complete that sentence at its most primal source level is to attach the word love to the end of it. I am love. I am the essence of the universe whose source is love. Love permeates all of me, especially my darkness. My pain is because I am love. My suffering is because I am love. Love is the thread that connects all of us unique, individual I ams in this universe. Now, in my work, I see a lot of beautiful people struggling with personal daily care. Most of the time when we think of self-care, we think of actions that we can take to be more mindful of our health and habits. However, self-care starts with a thought, a feeling, a knowing. I am deserving. I am worthy. I am love. Even if that thought or feeling is so tiny, barely audible in our minds amidst the racket of our egos, that really is the key to self-love, the acknowledgement that we are deserving, worthy, and lovable. The actions are there to help our knowing to grow, to help solidify the thoughts and feelings. But the actions are not going to increase our self-worth if we refuse to reprogram our thoughts about ourselves. Our thoughts need to be, I deserve love, I deserve health, I deserve fulfillment, I deserve peace. Why? Because I am love. I am the essence of the universe whose source is love. I was born love. You know, it might be helpful at this time to have a system of affirmations to support your self-care. It might also be a daily writing activity where you talk about what is great about you, what you've overcome and accomplished in life in spite of all the difficulty. You know, something I think of often about myself is how proud I am. I'm so proud of myself. And I try to continually um, acknowledge that, that feeling you know, self-deprecation is so fucking lame. I'm so sick of it. You know, we don't all have to be like, oh, thanks for complimenting me, but my butt looks big, doesn't it? It's like, oh my God, just fucking enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. You know, you can pat yourself on the back. It's not egomaniacal to be proud of yourself and to acknowledge the things that are good about you. And we spend so little time doing this. We spend so little time saying, you know what I really like about myself? I love how big my fucking heart is. I love how big my heart is. What a huge heart I have. I'm so happy that I have this enormous capacity for kindness and compassion in the world. You know, you, you, there's so much good stuff about you. You've overcome and accomplished a lot in your lives, in spite of all the difficulty. Acknowledge that. And maybe this new moon in Aries is a new emotional story where you're like, I am dot, 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 these amazing things. And you really fucking own it. So no matter what's happened in our earthly lives, all the mistakes, the pains, the suffering, the agony, the truth of the essence of your being, being love will always ring true. It is who we all are. It's where we've come from. And we can use the current energy of I, I am in accordance with the good of all, not just ourselves. It's beneficial to all. The Sanskrit chant, Loka Samasta Sukhino Bhavantu, comes to mind with this idea. 
When translated, it means, may all beings in all realms and universes existing now be centered and unified in joy and happiness free from suffering. That's our intention that we're sending out, that not just we feel this innate, deserving, and uh, lovability, but that all beings have access to that. This is such an important element to our healing right now, unity and connection. We are all suffering. We have all suffered great loss in our lives. And where we seek to separate ourselves from others because we feel alone in our pain, spirit seeks to bring us together to see that suffering is not unique, pain is not unique, and our connection to others and to our higher selves is really the remedy for our healing, or one of them anyway. So if you're having a difficult time right now, remember that that is also a sign of connecting more consciously with your intuitive guidance. Any sense of self that seems to be falling away from you is because you're evolving past it. You've outgrown it, and a new awareness is coming to the forefront. Don't try to hold on to your suffering and your pain. Don't wear it like it's some kind of armor or a badge of honor. Let the radiance and bravery of your vulnerability and the truth of your soul shine through instead. I am love. Don't give up on yourself or each other. Uh, Last call for my April eight-week mentorship um, this week. I also have at the end of May my weekend woodland retreat happening, uh, which you can check out online. Uh, If you want to sign up for my newsletter, www.rebeccaconran.com, and I often send out reminders about all my upcoming events, including a group clearing on the 11th of April. And uh, for any other one-on-one work, any energy clearing, any counseling, any astrological readings, uh, I'll link it in the show notes. I love you all so much, and I will speak to you next week.